sometimes I just hate this country. The way that we come about it and the way that humans interact with each other, you look on Facebook and Twitter and it's just so toxic. And I'm tired and tired of saying the exact same things over and over again. I feel like I'm just circling these thoughts and people aren't changing. And I guess me putting it out there isn't going to change people's minds, people who are the way that they are. But you know, I think what this channel can do is shed some light on news, shed some light on both sides of the aisle, what they're saying, and have like a reasonable conversation. Yes, I might have my own bias. Maybe some, most of the time I'm criticizing um, Democrats, but it's not because I'm a Republican or anything, or it's not because I have some sort of hidden agenda. It's just that sometimes I call it out for what it is. Same with the Republicans. I'll start crapping on them if they're not doing that. what benefits the American people. I say, Democrats, lie behind your back. Republicans, lie in front of your face. The problem with the Republicans now and the difference between the organizational powers of what Democrats have, Democrats are able to gather momentum. They're able to gather people because they control the institutions. They control the media. They control Facebook, Twitter, and all these social media programs. It's whether you see it or not. They're kind of actually doing it right in front of you without you even noticing. And that's the problem. But this whole culture and society that we're bringing up, and I keep on mentioning culture, can only be brought upon if we do it to each other. We need to start hearing each other out. And that's why when, when Biden came out with this whole message of unity, I really hoped it was unity. You know, I want I want people to express different ideas. I want people to differ and come to the table and ex understand the whys, not the what we're going to do. But why? Why do you feel this way? You know, because most people understand the problem. They have just different ways of going about it, whether you agree or not. But you have to understand that people mostly want the same thing. And I hope what I do with this channel is bring that. I want to people to understand in the simple basis of like looking at each other as Americans, not by color, not by anything, or not even just Americans, actually, by their names, who they are as people. They need to learn. They need to interact. It's how we grow as a society. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, this page, I want to be able to give the news. I want to be able to express my own opinion and hopefully on a reasonable centrist kind of level, because at the end of the day, I just want people to get along. That's the whole goal. I want people to be able to express their opinions, and hopefully this page does. So, I hate plugging and everything, but if you haven't already, I just created a What's Up America face, uh, Facebook page just today, and if you want, please give it a follow. And if you see these videos, I'm going to keep on posting more. I'm going to do a lot more uh, live streams. I'm going to try to do uh, live streams every Friday with special guests or just a guest. Same thing as like if you've seen it with my podcast with What's Up America with Ben and Gavin. Um, with the way that we talk, we kind of, yes, you don't, they, sometimes they don't have all the most political knowledge, but they bring something to the table. They have perspectives and they have ideas and they have feelings of certain things on like why they feel certain ways whether they not know the information or not fully to the extent this is where i kind of want to bring that part out i want to bring out the facts and and get the feelings of people and start working on pro ways to fix the problem and that's what this kind of this channel is my attempt to fix the problem of society hopefully not so i feel like maybe sometimes i might be adding more fuel to the flame I might be because of my, my emotions and my expressions and like how I, I genuinely care. And that can, can be a downside for me. But if you think this is reasonable conversation, you think that you're liking what you're hearing and you 
want to keep on listening, please like, subscribe, and share it, because that's the only way for this channel to grow, and, like, I, I want it to be something not just about me. I want it to be a kind of, like, a community basis, because at the end of the day, like I said, we're the only ones that matter. And so, follow on Facebook if you want. Follow on Instagram. Facebook is at Christian Rada, W-A-W-U-A, or on Instagram at what's.up.america. So check it out. All right, guys? But like, now let's get back to the news and all this self-plugging and get out of here. So, as you may have heard, unless you lived on a rock, Donald Trump was about to be, uh, was about to be sent uh, his impeachment trial to the Senate. But many conservatives across the aisle and even some on the left claimed, how can you how can you impeach a private citizen? He's not in office anymore. How is this possible? And like like I said, this is where kind of Democrats and some Republicans are pushing this divide. You know, Democrats are pushing against they're putting half of America against the other half. Well, you get some Republicans in splitting and actually you're seeing this tear of the Republican Party. Because as I mentioned earlier, like Trump supporters are not Republicans. But a lot of actually, whether it's through political motive or whether it's actually how they feel, a lot of these up-and-coming Republicans or some different anti-establishment ones, ones that actually care for you, are speaking out. And here, where we get Rand Paul from Political, dead on arrival, Trump conviction, unlikely after GOP votes to Nick's trial. Nearly every Senate Republican declared Tuesday that putting a former president on trial for impeachment is unconstitutional, indicating that the House's case against Donald Trump is almost certain to fail. The procedural vote for Senator Rand Paul underscores the significant hurdles facing the House's impeachment managers who will need to convince at least 17 Republican senators in order to secure a conviction. Paul's motion to declare the trial unconstitutional ultimately failed because Democrats opposed it. However, 45 GOP senators voted to affirm the Kentucky Republicans' view view, delivering an early impossible fatal blow to the House's case. Some Republicans said the vote did not necessarily indicate their views on the merits of the House's case against Trump, in part because Paul's motion focused on a narrow procedural question. But Paul's effort reflects to the widespread belief among Republicans that the Senate should not hold an impeachment trial because Trump is now a private citizen, and therefore is not a subject to the punishment of a removal from office. Though that view has been strongly challenged by legal scholars across the political spectrum, and that's that's the main point of their impeachment. It's not just to make a political move and say, oh, we finally got him. But their play was to not allow him to be in office or not allow him to re-elect in 20, or rerun in 2024. And I bet you Democrats are kind of scared. And many on Twitter are saying, oh, this is just a funny thing. Trump has just created a department of the former president. This is just a sham. This is just, a sh this is his attempt to shadow government. And it's not like, it's not like he, it's a shadow government. He's literally publicly saying that he's going to be there. And some even on the conservatives on the aisle, when by, um, when Obama left, he went to in Washington and said he had his own shadow government as well, in a way. But that's all, it's all a sham. There's no shadow government. People are just showing it out for what it is and showing their true colors and what is reality. And most former presidents actually have had their own office. But this is where they want... The, the Democrats want to add more fuel to the fire. Again, they want Tim to not be able to run again. And that's their goal. They're afraid. Because what Donald Trump was, he showed the tear in the system. It's not that he caused the tear. He's the one that brought it about the unheard voices. 
and this is the problem with our in splitting America. And now even the Republican Party is splitting. Just five GOP senators, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, Ben Saves, Pat Tommy, voted all fi- with all 50 Democrats to affirm the trial as a constitutional and allow it to move forward. If you voted that it was unconstitutional, how in the world would you ever vote to convict somebody for this, Paul told reporters? This vote indicates it's over. The trial is over. That's a very insane, uh, not insane, but like this is, it's, I think this is a very important claim. How can you convict someone if an impeachment is for someone to remove of office? This attack on private citizen is very dangerous and scary. Immediately before the vote, senators were sworn in the trial, which is set to formally begin on February 8th. The House impeached Trump earlier this month on one charge of inciting the insurrection on the Capitol January 6th. While Paul said the vote shows that the House's impeachment case is dead on arrival in the Senate, it is possible that some senators judge the House's case differently on its merits, especially as new information about January 6th insurrection continues to be revealed. Two-thirds of the Senate, or 67 senators, must vote for the conviction in order for Trump to face punishments, including being barred from holding federal office in the future. Collins, who voted against Paul's motion, agreed that the vote was indicative of the final vote on conviction. Do the math, she said. I think that it's extraordinarily unlikely the president will be convicted. And exactly. What this was, actually, is a power play. If If you're a Trump supporter, and you witness what Republican senators are actually voting against your quote-unquote president, well, the one, the man you support, if you see that Republicans are going against Donald Trump, don't you think that's going to be wide eye-opening? People within their states are not going to vote for him. And that's where Trump was actually saying where his department of um, former president or whatever his office is over there, he's probably going to push out the Republicans that did not or went against him because that's his ego. That's it all is. It's all he cares about is if everyone likes him. And that's why he cares about the American people. He cares because he cares that you like him. He's narcissistic. It's just the way it is. And it's just, it's just fact. You have to accept that fact. But that's what he might be doing. And now you're seeing this the who's actually on what. Maybe the establishment, the Trump supporters. It's you're this is a very different uh part of history right now. I don't think Democrats expect to have the votes to convict, Senator John Cornyn of Texas said. I don't think this is about accomplishing that. I think this is an effort to embarrass not only the former president, but also members of the opposing party. Indeed, some of the 45 GOP senators who declared the trial unconstitutional said they would still weigh the evidence the House managers present independent of their vote on Tuesday, meaning more than just five Republicans could be in play for conviction. Still, Tuesday's vote strongly suggested that the House managers will fall short of the two-thirds threshold. And that's the thing political motive at this point why are you wasting taxpayers dollars if there's it's not like it's going to change anything you see where the where they draw the line in the sand but democrats and republicans want to play this game they want to play with the american people that's the problem they don't care for you they only care for themselves and senators like Rand paul or even like tulsi gabbard a democrat andrew yang people who actually care about you that's all that matter that's why i don't criticize bernie sanders as harsh like i don't believe his policies at, a, at all but you can genuinely see that he cares for the american people and the people need to start noticing who's actually there for them who's paying attention and people need to pay attention and this is where americans have to have their power they we have our voices we have to be smart around this and this is where we're kind of seeing i just spent money today on GameStop and you're like what GameStop why isn't that things running dead aren't companies failing across the country like you see GameStop a lot of stores were actually closing down because a lot of it's moving to digital retail but why is GameStop this huge stock surge 
Let's continue from Reuters. Shares of GameStop and AMC Entertainment Holdings soared for a fourth day running on Wednesday, enforcing hedge funds to retreat the heavy losses and sparking calls for scrutiny of social media-driven trading frenzy. Short seller Crichton, a target of some of the individual traders who have helped drive huge gains for a number of niche Wall Street stocks in the past, said in a video post it had abandoned its bet on GameStop shares falling. With commentators and lawyers calling for scrutiny for the moves, NASDAQ chief Adina Friedman said exchanges and regulators needed to pay attention for the potential for pump and dump schemes driven by the chatter on social media. And this might seem weird. Why is GameStop coming in? Why are hedge funds? So let me explain this concept is. So what people are doing, these rich Wall Street people or any rich person who are buying these stocks, right, or not even buying, they have these hedge funds in which they have thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars and places bets on companies. They either place bets on companies to fail or put or companies to succeed. It's like gambling. It's like when they roll a dice and you're at a casino and you're either betting 50-50, whether they land on a certain odds or evens, you know? But this is what they're doing. So they they rich people were saying, screw the economy, screw everyone else. We know who's suffering, and let's bet on the ones who are suffering to keep on suffering. And you know what? This is a lot different. If you don't remember um, Occupy Wall Street, Occupy Wall Street were groups of people who walked uh, who walked in Occupied Wall Street, claiming that the, the the rich are taking away from the poor, that they're making all the money, and you know what that does? Yes, it might bring awareness, but in reality, it didn't really do much. So actually, I think this is more of a power play to the American people. More and more people are buying into this stock, which has been put. Rich people have put hedge funds and put bets on for this company to fail and now they're losing money because GameStop is making money that's how you get people this is genius in my opinion and this is where you're gonna see other media companies saying this is dangerous we can't have this happen you know why it's dangerous it's because they are losing money the people who hold power are the ones who are freaking out they place bets on this company to fail and yet now you get in a reddit page saying just buy it buy it Elon Musk is saying buy GameStop they want to make money. They want to make the American people are trying to attack and fight back against the rich. And you're seeing this across the political aisle. I just made 70 bucks off GameStop and I'm not trying to give you any financial advice, but this is actually a genius way to fight the system. If the system's betting against you, fight back. And this is what I'm loving to see from the American people. And I actually kind of see, I, w- I hope to see a lot more of this. But it is kind of dangerous. I'm not a huge economics guy. I don't know about stocks to a huge extent. But we there needs to be a way for the American people to have more value. And this is a beautiful way. If we can come together, we can solve the issues. That's what I'm saying, people. If people across the political aisle are noticing that, the rich are benefiting off of our demise, then let's fight back. There's no, the war is actually through the digital media. It's not through actually going to places, going to actually, um, to have protests or whatever. It's all through media. It's all through manipulation control. So this is, this is our comeback. And I'm, I'm really happy to see this. Thank you, GameStop too, for making me a couple quick cash. But we need to start paying attention. We need to start noticing who's there for us and who's actually voting for us and who who's benefiting. And like this is why you see the rise of Bitcoin. And you're saying here in Bitcoin, what why Bitcoin? I remember years and years ago when I was younger, everyone thought Bitcoin was just 
it was never going to succeed. It was just this lazical thing that, oh, oh I'll, I'll give you Bitcoin as a joke. But in reality, Bitcoin, it was what? Before, I believe in, in November, it was 17K for one Bitcoin. And just last week, it reached 40K for one Bitcoin. Now the temperature started lowering and it's now at 32. But that's what, that's a huge increase. And why is that happening? It's because the American dollar is becoming less and less. This this is what I'm saying. We we have to go figure out ways around this. If you think about if you're having a federal, if Biden pushes a federal $15 minimum wage, that is going to kill the American dollar and decrease your labor. How how is it possible that in New Hampshire, I believe it's like eight dollars something around that. You have eight dollars, right? How are you going to increase that to fifteen dollars? Minimum wage is just the price of living in that area. That's why I criticize Massachusetts all the time for increasing its minimum wage because you're just going to cause inflation. How are you going to have, if you're a business owner, small or like even a small business, how are you going to pay for your employees $15 an hour? Something that you haven't done at all. You're going to, what you're going to do is cut hours for your employees, which is going to lose business. And you're going to, people are going to be unemployed because some people can't, even, could have, can't afford to pay them. And this is the dangers. We have to figure out how to benefit the American people and be transparent. Whether it's Rand Paul saying we can't we can't we can't impeach a private citizen. That's that's unconstitutional. We can't we can't attack the American the American people, civilian. And how are these big companies attacking us and they're taking all our money in a way, betting against us? Because if they're betting against GameStop, then you know what they're doing? They're betting against Americans labor hard labor. And that's disgusting in my opinion. So guys, if you like to watch more of this content and like hearing me talk about this kind of stuff, please like and share the video. Thank you guys and I hope you have a great day.